بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the discussion on the uh, salah described and we still with the book of salah salah described and the topic on the congregation and the jama'ah prayer and we have a case last time we were discussing if the salah which is the obligatory salah is called for then there is no optional if there is no optional a prayer to be offered from the cases is if you intend to pray behind a particular imam then if this Allah is established then there should be no nafil to be offered in accordance with the details which we gave in the last talk however if you don't intend to pray with this imam then there is no harm upon you to offer the optional prayers like for example if you have neighboring masjids in the community and you heard the iqama in one of them and you intended to offer the regular sunnah so that you pray in the other masjid then there is no harm upon you then there is no harm upon you to do that second case if you pass by a masjid, a jama, where the congregational prayers and the Jum'ah prayer is established. If you pass on a day of Jum'ah and the Imam is giving the khutbah and you don't intend to pray with this Imam, then is it permissible for you to talk? while the Imam is giving the sermon or it is not the answer is it is for you to talk because you don't intend to follow this particular Imam similarly if the second call for Adhan is made in this masjid on a day of Jumu'ah while the masjid that you intend to perform the Salah in did not call the Adhan yet the second, adhan, the second Adhan and then you engage in a business transaction selling or buying after the call of the second, the second call in the masjid which you don't intend to pray in then in this case your selling and buying is correct and halal now the question that comes also here is how to attain the congregation first opinion is that if the one who came late the one who comes late if he attains a part of the salah the first opinion then he has the ruling as the one who attained the salah as if he had attained one rak'ah 
because we know that the one who attains one rak'ah has attained the salah. Meaning that, according to this opinion, if the one who came late, who comes late, joins the congregation before the imam makes the first taslim, not the second one, the first, then according to this opinion, then he attains the congregation. But if he comes while the Imam had already finished the first Taslim, then the opinion here is that not to join him. And the second opinion is that the true attainment of the Jama'ah comes only with the attainment of one Raka'ah complete with the Imam. And this is the choice of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. And the evidence for this is the saying of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam Man adraka rak'atan min as-salah faqad adraka as-salah The one who attains one rak'ah from the salah then he has attained the salah. So the text indicates this clearly. And what is understood from the text is that whoever attains that which is lesser than a rakah, then he did not attain the salah. Is that clear? And also by analogy, also by analogy, the two cannot be equated. Because attaining a rak'ah is far greater and more than attaining a partial part of the salah. And the least cannot be made in analogy with that which is greater and more. Also, by way of analogy, if a person attains during the day of Jumu'ah, that which is less than a rak'ah, then he must complete it what? Zuhur. And he is not considered to have attained the Jumu'ah. You understand? So the same holds true. Is that clear? So therefore, what this entails is that if you come to the masjid, while the imam had lifted his head from Ruku' in the last rak'ah, while you know that you may attain the salah in another masjid from its beginning, or you know that you can attain a rak'ah in the second masjid, then we say to you, don't enter with this jama'ah, because if you do in the other masjid, you will be attaining the jama'ah whether from its beginning or from attaining one rak'ah of it. Is that clear? So in this case, don't join the first imam, go, so, go join the second masjid, where you will be able to attain either the salah from its start, or you will attain one rak'ah, and attaining one rak'ah 
means attainment of the entire salah. Now, if you come and you find the Imam in Ruku' then the following cases apply. The perfect case would be to make Takbirat al-Ihram and Takbir for Ruku' This is what? This is the perfect, complete way. Is that clear? The perfect way, the complete way is to perform Takbirat al-Ihram and then Takbir for Ruku' If he does one Takbir intending by this Takbir, Takbirat al-Ihram and the Takbirah of Ruku' then it is sufficient. If he makes one Takbir intending by Takbirat al-Ihram and Takbirat al-Ruku' then this is sufficient. If he makes one Takbir intending by Takbirat al-Ihram then the Takbir of Ruku' drops and this is also sufficient. However, in both of these latter situations, he must make the Takbiratul Ihram while standing. He must make Takbiratul Ihram while standing. Now, if he does one Takbir intending by it, Takbiratul Ruku', but not Takbiratul Ihram, then his Salah is not established. Are the four matters now clear? And let it be known that the takbirs are of three types. The takbirs in salah, the takbirat in salah are of three types. First, pillar. The pillar ones. And they are takbiratul ihram and the takbirs in Salat al-Janazah because each takbir in Salat al-Janazah the funeral prayer is like a rak'ah as the people of knowledge had mentioned this is the pillar these are pillar takbirat pillar, rukun of the pillar type what are they? takbiratul ihram what's the second? I'm asking you what's the second? Takbirat al-Janaiz Takbirat al-Janaiz The funeral takbirs Because each takbira in Janaiz Stands Stands as a raka Stands like a raka The second are The wajib takbirat The wajib The obligatory ones The wajib takbirat and they are the takbirat of movements in salah. You understand what it means? These are the takbirat of movements between standing and ruku' from standing to sujood, from sujood between sujoods. You understand? These are called takbiratul intiqal. Learn the term. Takbirat al-intiqal. Intiqal meaning movement from to. And the third, 
type is the sunnah. Sunnah, takbirat. Naam, intiqal. That's right. Intiqal. The third is sunnah. And these are the additional takbirs in the salat of the Eid. Salatul Eid al-Fitr and Salat Eid al-Adha. These are the additional takbirs. These are sunnah. They are performed in the Salat al-Eid and Salat Eid al-Fitr and Salat al-Adha. Add to that, no, these are sunan, sunnah. If we call them intiqal, they will be from the wajib. And also the takbirah of the one who comes late while the imam is in ruku' and the situations with this one we just mentioned. Clear? Included in that is the takbirat al-masbuq lil-ruku' in accordance with the details we gave you earlier. You remember the details now? If he comes late, So this is the classification of takbirs, takbirat. The classification of takbirat. Rukun, pillars. Some are pillars. Some are, some are wajib. And some are sunnah. And some are sunnah. Make note of them. What about in the case of someone coming late to join the imam in ruku'? Is it an obligation upon him to recite the Fatiha or not? Here it drops. Here it drops. And the evidence for this is the narration in Sahih al-Bukhari from hadith of Abi Bakr radiyallahu anhu that he entered the Salah with the Prophet ﷺ in Ruku' Raki'an he made Ruku' joined and made Ruku' and the Prophet ﷺ did not tell him meaning did not command him to make up this Raka you understand he came rushing made Takbir before entering the row and then made ruku' and after the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made the taslim he asked who did that so Abu Bakr said me so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said may Allah increase you in keenness but don't return to this and in one narration that he explained fearing to miss the raka'ah as in the report in Ahmed. So there is no doubt that he rushed because he feared what? Huh? He feared what? He feared missing the raka. Now that the, the Prophet did not command him to do that. So therefore this includes that his raka was correct or incorrect. Even without the Fatiha. It was valid. Even without the Fatiha. 
And now by reasoning, this is by textual proof, by reasoning, the recitation of the Fatiha is done while the person is in a state of standing, isn't it? Isn't it? Fine. Here, is there standing here? Or standing dropped because of the necessity to follow the Imam? Huh? The standing dropped because of the necessity to follow <coughs> the Imam. Because if he stands to recite the Fatiha, then he will miss the mutaba'ah, the following of the Imam. So therefore, no standing is required, and since there is no standing is required, then the remembrance in the standing, which is the Fatiha, is dropped. Is that clear? These are some of the cases for tonight. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make them a benefit for me and for all of you. والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم